In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 94th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are 4-7, and seven, getting ready to face the Baltimore Ravens 6-5 and five on Sunday at 1 p.m. at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Could be a very interesting game as the Falcons have to shuffle the offensive line. Uh, we just watched the New Orleans game over again, and some of the announcing was interesting. So we're going to touch on two Falcon issues and then get to the Ravens real quick on this game. One, uh, Rodney Harrison, the fine analyst for C- uh, NBC was just distraught about the Falcons and the play of Matt Ryan. He felt the best players on the team should have carried him in this tough game, but he couldn't uh he didn't see what happened. We'll have more on the cover nine at nine blog about what Rodney and Coach Dungey had to say about the Falcons in a poor showing. They laid an egg in New Orleans with the season on the line. I expected this offense to come out and I'll uh, carry this team and lead this team. The offense didn't do it. Uh, turned the ball over in the red zone three times. Uh, he felt Matt Ryan was lost. They didn't like the tempo of the offense late when they got down. And uh, a couple things that jumped out at me in the uh, film review, the six sacks and the 13 uh, quarterback hits, Ben Garland couldn't defend Sheldon Rankin's swim move that led to a sack. He got him on a spin move later where he spin right into Ryan's lap. And then uh, uh, the sack went to Jordan. Then Cam Jordan, who had been beating Schrader on the speed, was able to spin back around underneath and get a sack. It's just too much right now for um, the offensive line, and we can't expect changes. So those are two Falcon things. We wanted to open up with, you know, Harrison and his criticism of the Falcons uh, and our quarterback Matt Ryan and uh, the play calling. He doesn't like the fact that they don't target Julio in the red zone. Uh, a lot of people are in that club. And he doesn't like uh, the fact that Muhammad Sanu wasn't uh, taking advantage of in the P.J. Williams matchup he had against the Saints. And then um, the Coach Dan won't tell us who it is, but after watching film, it's pretty clear Ben Garland has to go. Uh, they have to go to another direction at right guard. Uh, they, they can't play anymore with him. He's a fine American. He's done great work for our country. But, uh, you know, the quarterback has no time when he's in the game, so maybe he can go back and help on the defensive side of the ball, but he's a very big liability at right guard. Therefore, we're going to bring you here some Shane Beatles, whom we expect to be starting uh, when the Falcons take the field on Sunday against the Ravens. Was good physically, um, you know, being 32 years old and uh, training the way I felt like I needed to for my body and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, 
I was really excited to have an opportunity to come here and play football, um, feeling better physically than maybe I ever have in my career. So. Let me uh, get it correct. I thought I went through it, but I wasn't sure. You started at what positions have you started at? Um, I've started at every position except for right guard on the, on the O line okay. in my career. So, and the same. Well, how much of it was working some of the rust off of it? Uh, you know, getting back involved and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I hadn't really done uh, actual football stuff since the end of last season. Um, you know, I wasn't in OTAs uh, with the team, and uh, I was working on stuff with myself. But it's kind of hard to do. Uh, when it's just you working out at the gym, and especially as you know, training camp and the season was going along, there's not guys around to be working with. So um, there was definitely uh, you know a, a, a little while of getting back used to it and moving and having your balance the right way and all that kind of stuff. But um, you know, luckily for me, I've played this game a long time, so it came back pretty quick. If they tap you to start, are you ready to get out there and absolutely. play a game? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, excited for an opportunity. What are some of the yeah, Zane has uh, played mostly left guard, uh, you know, started for, uh, you know, various teams, Denver, Jacksonville, and most recently with the San Francisco 49ers. Makes sense to let him go to left since that's his natural spot. And then swing Schweitzer back over to right, uh, you know, as you move forward here. Schweitzer's going to probably be a better right guard anyway uh, in in the future. But Zane is 32. Oh, he's a veteran. Uh, you know, not going to let one swim move get him or one little uh, simple uh, spin move get him. So I think you got to go ahead on and, uh, you know, tap, tap Ben Garland on the shoulder pads and thank him for his hard work and everything. But he, he needs, uh, uh, you know, he, he's, uh, uh, you know, that, that's just what needs to be done and uh, be, you know, as nice as possible about it as, as you can. Let's move on to the Ravens. Uh, just had some house cleaning there with the Falcons. Uh, you know, uh, quarterback. Joe Flacco, who was drafted the same year as Matt Ryan. He's got a Super Bowl ring, so, you know, he's got that on Matt Ryan. Uh, they would have faced each other at the Falcons held up on their 17-0 lead against the 49ers back in the championship game. Uh, but, you know, that didn't happen. But uh, he has a hip injury. He may play. And uh, there's a big debate in Baltimore on whether he should play or Lamar Jackson should stay in the lineup. Uh, Lamar Jackson's clearly the future there, but he's got to learn how to pass to his own receivers. And uh, he can certainly run the ball, but his accuracy is an issue. Defensively, uh, the uh, Ravens are the number one defense in the league. And, uh, you know, 18 points a game, which is tops, 295.4 yards a game, which is number one, 203.3 passing, which is second, and then 92.1 yards rushing per game, which is third. So the Falcons' offense, which is out of sync and kind of discombobulated, I think mostly because of the Garland situation, uh, maybe they're going to, you know, they're going to be tested by this 3 4 Ravens front. Of course, the Falcons are 0-3 against the AFC North this year. They've lost to Cleveland, Cincinnati, and and Pittsburgh. So, you know, that physical style of ball they play in the AFC North hasn't set well with the Falcons. Then also, they have a very good special teams unit, which, of course, you know, John Harbaugh is a former special teams coach. 
Cyrus Jones, the punt returner, took one back 70 yards last week. And uh, the Ravens have had six punt returns. Let me get my stats here right. Uh, since yeah, they had six punt returns for touchdowns, the most second most since 2011, and they've had 11 returns for touchdowns, which is the second kickoff and punts, which is also the second most since 2011. Uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens have had 11. The Vikings have had 12. So the Falcons are gonna have to be on point in all three phases of the game. Uh, maybe they'll be loose with their playoff hopes pretty much being over with, down to 2.4 and 4 percent. They can't give up yet and start playing guys for the future. I certainly want to see Russell Gage here down the stretch and see what he can do at wide receiver. Uh, that's one of the guys I'm looking forward to see. But you know they got to go out here and try to uh, play the Ravens tough and then get ready to go up to Green. Bay, uh, who's also on playoff life support and will be fighting for their lives if they can get by Arizona, uh, you know, this week. So the Falcons are, you know, it's four and seven. It's been a bad season. They've had injuries. Uh, I think the injuries explain a lot. They tried to go out and fight. That defense fought. Uh, it's, it's, it's about as tough as you wanted them to down in New Orleans, but I thought you know, putting them on the field first after winning the coin toss was a mistake. So did Rodney Harrison of uh, NBC. Uh, just, you know, you just don't send the 32nd ranked defense out against the top number one offense in the league and, you know, tell them to, you know, go fight for the brotherhood or whatever you were trying to do. Uh, that just was a bad move. And uh, the only time you've won when you've beaten somebody of quality is when the offense took over the game. You got your 21-3 lead against Washington, and then the defense played well and held up with the lead. So against the Ravens, they have a tough assignment, you know, getting ready for Joe Flacco and getting ready for Lamar Jackson. You know, some innate football ability is going to be required. If you got to play Jackson, you got to play kind of like high school 53 monster type defense where you got a rover back following him around. If you got D, uh, Deion Jones, uh, you know, playing, then, you know, that, that certainly helps. And your defensive ends are going to have to, you know, be disciplined on whether they crash or, or stay with contain. With Lamar Jackson out on the field. So, you know, those are old high school things that these guys did at some point, maybe 10 years ago, but they might have to dust those skills off here on Sunday, especially when Lamar Jackson is in the game. Uh, fine kid from Louisville, former Heisman Trophy winner. I didn't really think it was very respectful of him wearing a the goal showing up at the Heisman thing with no socks on, but uh, that's another story for another day. We're going to wrap it up here. The 94th episode of the Boats High Chronicles podcast. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. 
streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.